Section 26 of Talks About Flowers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Talks About Flowers by Mary Decker Welcome. A Talk About Dahlias. The genus Dahlia comprises but few species, all natives of the mountains of Mexico whose range is from five thousand to ten thousand feet above the level of the sea about one hundred years ago a spanish botanist introduced seeds of the dahlia into his native country and named the genus in honor of a swedish botanist dahl the first seed imported seemed to be variable and not very promising about seventy years since humboldt sent fresh seed to germany soon after this both seeds and bulbs were introduced into england and france and began to attract considerable attention some enthusiasts being rash enough to hazard the assertion that there are considerable reasons for thinking that the dahlia will hereafter be raised with double flowers about eighteen twelve probably the first double dahlia was grown but for several years after this both double and single varieties were figured in colored plates and exhibited at horticultural shows that the single varieties were prized is not strange for the double were not very good and even as late as eighteen eighteen published figures showed very imperfect flowers the improvement of the dahlia after this was rapid and its popularity quite kept pace with its improvement dahlia exhibitions were held in england and on the continent which were crowded by enthusiastic admirers of this wonderful mexican flower for many years the dahlia maintained its popularity but there is a fashion in flowers as in almost everything and for a time the dahlia became to a certain extent unfashionable and this was well for it placed the flower upon merit alone and growers were compelled to introduce new and superior varieties to command either attention or sale for their favorite flower a taste for old styles is now the correct thing and so we have imitations of ancient earthenware furniture etc and import original chinese aster seed and also obtain roots of the single dahlia from mexico there are three pretty distinct classes the show dahlias the dwarf or bedding and the pom-pom or bouquet and to this we may add the fancy dahlia the show dahlia grows from three to four feet in height and embraces all our finest sorts fit for exhibition at horticultural shows from which the name is derived the flowers range in size from two and a half to five inches in diameter the striped and mottled and spotted varieties belonging to the show section are called fancy and though not as rich nor usually as highly prized as the selfs or those of one color are very attractive the dwarf or bedding dahlia grows about eighteen inches in height and makes a thick compact bush and covers a good deal of surface flowers of the size of show dahlias they are therefore very desirable for bedding and massing the pompon or bouquet dahlia makes a pretty compact plant about three feet in height the leaves are small and the flowers from one to two inches in diameter many expect to find small flowers on their dwarf dahlias and feel disappointed because they are of the ordinary size 
not knowing that it is the plant and not the flower that is dwarfed and that only the pompon gives the small flowers the word pompon is french for topknot or trinket meaning about the same as the english word cockade the english term bouquet is very appropriate as the flowers are so small they are very suitable for bouquets being of a spreading habit they cover a good deal of ground unlike most of our bedding out plants they do best in a poor soil if rich they grow to branches and leaves so much they bloom sparingly and late generally those who plant dahlias purchase the tuberous roots because they give good strong plants that flower freely without trouble or risk they are smaller and better than the large coarse roots usually grown because they are raised from cuttings and generally form their roots in pots when a tuber is planted a number of buds that cluster around its top will push and form shoots and if too numerous a portion should be removed indeed one good strong plant will suffice and then the plant will become a tree instead of a bush even then if the top becomes too thick a little thinning of the branches will be of advantage if the young shoots that start from the neck of the bulb are cut off near a joint and placed in a hotbed in sandy soil they will root form good plants and flower quite as well as plants grown from the tuber this however requires some care and experience and amateurs generally will succeed best with bulbs new varieties of dahlias of course are from seed some of them prove good others fair and a portion utterly worthless as a general rule we would not advise amateurs to trouble with seeds although there is pleasure in watching the birth and development of a new and beautiful variety the seed of dahlias may be sown in pots in early spring or end of winter in a light loamy soil they will germinate quickly and as soon as they begin to show their second leaves they should be pricked out into other pots or boxes so that they may have plenty of room and air they are very liable to damp off if at all crowded after pricking out they should be kept in a thrifty growing condition by proper attention to watering and temperature the temperature should be maintained as near seventy degrees as possible and the watering be sufficient to preserve a moderate moisture if the green fly attack them it will be best to treat them to a very weak dilution of tobacco water the young succulent plants are very sensitive to smoke and it is best not to fumigate them in about two months the young plants should be large enough to pot off singly or to be transplanted into a frame or bed where protection can be given them from the cold of night-time or from late frosts as soon as all danger is past they can be transplanted into their summer quarters and should stand at least three feet apart the soil where they are to grow should be rich and mellow in august they will come into flower and those having blooms worthy of cultivation can be retained and the others destroyed only a small proportion of the plants grown from common seed produce flowers equal to those now in cultivation but when seed is saved from a choice collection of name varieties the chances are that a large proportion of the plants will produce very good flowers vicks magazine the dahlia is called a gross feeder but it is not it loves moisture rather than rich elemental food in clay it finds the best constituents of its development 
moisture, silex, lime, and aluminia. So we say to those who love this queenly flower, if you would see the queen in all her glory, plant in a comparatively heavy soil, no manure, and reduce the stalks to one for each tuber. Set the stakes firmly to keep the stalks from swaying, and if the season is dry, give the bulbs a soaking with water every evening during the drought. My word for it, you will then be proud of your success. The pompon, or bouquet dahlia, is a favorite variety of this genus. The little round balls of bloom are so pretty and trim. Beatrice, blush-tinted with violet, Dr. Stein, deep maroon, striped and mottled, gold finder, golden yellow, little Philip, creamy buff edged with lilac, little Valentine, crimson, mine strifling, salmon striped with crimson, pearl, white, prima donna, white, fimbriated, perfection, deep maroon. Single dahlias. Anything for a change from the common order of things seems to be the fashion nowadays, in flowers as well as in house building and house furnishing. The antique, the antique, is the rage. So after years of labor and hybridization to bring the dahlia up from its native state of single blessedness to its enormous cauliflower blooms, there comes a reaction, and now single dahlias are praised as the most beautiful of all flowers, the par excellence, the Londoner's flower. Well, let the English florists thus praise its beauty if they want to, but we opine that on this side of the great ocean it will never be considered the most beautiful of all flowers, however attractive some of them may be, and well adapted for bouquets. There is no danger of their superseding the doubles, but it is well to have both when one can afford it. Their present high price puts them beyond the reach of those whose purses are not well filled. But in a year or two, when the novelty is worn off, they can be purchased at half or even less, perhaps, than their present price. We find in the London Garden the following. Dahlia Perfecta, originally introduced by Messrs. Henderson, is perhaps the finest flower which we possess, unless Paragon, brought into notice by H. Cannell, may be considered to bear away the palm. Lutea, a quilled yellow, is also a grand bouquet flower. The single dahlias, Paragon and Lutea, are now offered for the first time in this country by Messrs. Halleck and Thorpe of Queens, New York, and the former is finely illustrated in their catalogue color very dark velvety maroon with shadings of bright scarlet around each petal small yellow disc lutea is pure yellow with dark orange center the same firm offered dahlia juarazi of which mr canal says the grandest novelty of the year and not only a novelty but a most valuable and useful decorative plant for all purposes through the late summer and autumn months its blossoms are of a rich crimson and very much resemble in shape and color the well-known cactus, Sirius speciosissimus, height about three feet, very bushy flowers of very striking appearance, and quite unlike those of an ordinary double dahlia, the flowerets being flat and not cupped. Figured in Gardner's Chronicle, October 4, 1879, and awarded a botanical certificate, Royal Horticultural Society. The following statement was made in the Gardener's Chronicle respecting this new type. 
a remarkable box of dahlias was shown by messrs cannell with three or four of the single forms which if it were not heresy to say so we should so much prefer to the formal lumps so dear to the florist proper and then there was a new type of dahlia altogether a sea anemone among dahlias with long crimson scarlet pointed petals like the tentacles of an antinia a striking novelty christened temporarily the cactus dahlia and which will be the parent of a new strain it received a botanical certificate some said this ought to have a higher award but what higher or more appropriate form of a certificate could be given to such a flower if we were a dahlia we should greatly prefer the honor of a botanical to that of a first-class certificate this new type is illustrated in halleck and thorpe's catalogue two new dahlias not yet introduced in this country are included among the novelties of eighteen eighty one cannell's scarlet a show dahlia several shades higher and brighter in color than any scarlet before introduced its shape is most model-like and not excelled by any other and is without doubt the best dahlia of the year miss cannell eckford mr eckford's dahlia memorial was the king of best shapes for many years but the one now offered is of greater excellence and by far the best of its class color white tipped with rose pink and the depth and build of flower is most model-like. End of section 26